0: Welcome back to the Speech Coaching Tip of the Week. I'm Ethan Becker, Senior Speech Coach with the Speech Improvement Company in Boston, where we've been helping people to communicate more comfortably and more effectively since 1964. You can find us online at speechimprovement.com. On to this week's question. Dear Ethan, Why does harassment matter? How do I know when I've crossed the line with sexual harassment? I see on TV shows like Boston Legal and others where people playfully use sexual innuendo and even have casual sex. It all looks like fun. What's the big deal? I just don't get it. Well, as as speech coaches, we run into this because sexual harassment or any form of harassment is expressed through communication, either verbal or nonverbal. So we are often asked to get involved and uh, help people understand what's going on. So you've, you've certainly emailed me a topic that I'm familiar with and we have to deal with. Let me start by saying it matters because it's mean and it's bad business. Let me see if I can help you to get it on two levels. One is on the business level and two is on the, uh, the human level. All right, on the business level, first of all, listen to some of these statistics. Madison Square Garden paid $11.6 million. Morgan Stanley paid $54 million. Mitsubishi, $34 million. Merrill Lynch, $100 million. That is a tremendous amount of money. I mean, put yourself in the seat of the CEO for a moment. As you're trying to maximize the profit for a company, you've got to eliminate or minimize the expenses. And this is one expense that can be very damaging to the budget. So the risk is high. So that will help you understand from a business perspective why it matters. Let's take a look at it from the human perspective. Put yourself in the shoes of the person who's being harassed. Imagine how they feel. Now, I'm not talking about the person who enjoys the sexual advances and the, the constant compliments of about the way they look and so forth. Some people really do enjoy it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about the people who don't enjoy it and don't quite know how to articulate that to somebody without looking like they're not a team player, without looking like they're a complainer, but they don't like it. I mean, what, how are they supposed to ask you to stop if they don't have the communication skill to do it? Put yourself in their shoes and the stress that they must carry around with them. And when they do say something to their manager, the manager just says, get a thicker skin. Tommy was just kidding around. Come on, toughen up. What are they supposed to do? I'll tell you what they do. They suffer in silence. It's mean. And the distraction it causes is poor business. And the financial risk it creates is poor business. So managers and colleagues should be paying attention. So here are two things you can do to ensure you don't cross the line. Number one, learn your company's harassment policy. Understanding the regulations and the rules and the norms that have been created for your corporate culture will help give you confidence in the communication that you're using. The second thing you can do to ensure you don't cross that line is to be safe, not sorry, We've all heard that old adage, better to be safe than sorry. Well, in this case, it applies. It's better to be safe. If you suspect that a particular joke or behavior is questionable, then don't do it. Better to be safe than sorry. Now, if you do cross the line, typically there's an apology involved. You've got to double check with your organization's harassment policy. Sometimes the policy is no contact at all. But, you know, in the general sense, when you offend someone, you got to apologize for that. If your goal is to strengthen the relationship, then as soon as you learn you're doing something that's offending someone else, you apologize for that, and you talk it through, and that strengthens the relationship. So learn your company's harassment policy and be safe, not sorry. These are two things you can do to make sure you don't tread near that line and cross it by accident. Find better ways, more effective ways to communicate uh, and develop trust and strengthen the relationships with the people that you work with, and you'll find that you are not even near crossing the line of harassment in your group or your department. That's it for this week's tip of the week. If you have a question you'd like me to talk about for the tip of the week, or in private, you can email it to me at ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at speechimprovement.com. Thanks for listening, and bye for now.